A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. We're coming live to you right now. We just got a commitment. Jakeen Jackson, the number 167 prospect in the country on the composite, just committed to the University of Florida as we go live on the air. Big get for Coach Raymond and the Florida Gator staff. Just wanted to throw that one out there to start the episode. Um... I know a lot of people were expecting for us to have Justin Shorter on tonight to have an interview with him. Um, Justin had some personal things he had to take care of this evening. So we're going to interview him tomorrow night and have that out for y'all Saturday. But what we're going to do tonight is me and Mike and Wes, we're going to talk about what's going to happen here this next weekend. we got a little Friday night preview. So we're going to get to it in a second. But first, we're going to hit with news, of course, that broke yesterday, and that was with Malik Bryant committing to Miami over Florida. And um, we said it last week, can't spin it. A loss is a loss. We had to have it. So we're going to talk about that for a second. Mike, what you think? Um, As we labeled it last week, um, optics. And um, what makes this worse is it's another loss to the University of Miami. Luckily, they're not in the conference, let alone the division. But, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're talking big picture here. I'm not, you know, worried long term, as we've alluded to in previous episodes. But end of the day, as you said, it is a loss. Um, there, uh, there are some other prospects that are ranked um, maybe not as high, but they are, you know, a lot of, around the recruiting circles are seen on that level. 
but he when hurt but things even more. He's somewhat in our backyard. So um, to lose them, him to the University of Miami definitely stings. Uh, we are somewhat thin at that position. And like I said, he's talented. He's in-state. He's local. And um, <laughs> and once again, um, it seems like uh, uh, Napier has uh, – for this season, off season alone, um, he dug his own dug his uh, own grave, but uh, he put himself in a in yeah, he, put, he put he put he put a foot in his mouth because he said it's a talent acquisition business, and we're not ta- we're not getting it. Same thing with Katie. She said, "Hey, don't worry, guys." So you know, when the fan base is getting upset on the timeline, well, you know, you're not helping putting you know. Fire out. I mean, definitely listen. I love the commit we had, but like that's a top one. You have to land those top 100 players. So hopefully we get some more coming up, but you know, that's a local kid, top 100 kid. You can't miss those moving forward. Wes, you got anything? Yeah, I can just piggyback on a little bit of what Mike was just saying. Um, there's no way to sugarcoat it, there's no way to, to beat around the bush. It's a horrible, horrible look. Uh, the continual double-edged uh, sword, if you will, losing another linebacker and then another loss to Miami. Um, it's, it's not it's not looking good. I was kind of alluding to this last week on last week's episode about Christian Robinson and, and you know, we kind of talked about guys already having a relationship with a lot of these kids. Uh, he was considered one of the best uh, recruiters on the staff. Uh, he was got one of the best, I don't want to say best jobs. Well, he probably got one of the best jobs as far as leaving the staff going over to Auburn. So he kind of landed on his feet because of what he did here. Um, and he was, you know, this was his first real job here. And I don't know if that uh, in hindsight for Napier looks like a mistake now, because I know he didn't like leave right away. Uh, Christian was here for a while before he like got dismissed from the staff and, I don't know if him still being here would have made a difference. That there's no way to, to to know that. I think personally that it would have made a difference with some of these guys because he was already recruiting a lot of these guys. I don't know how the linebacker board even looks now. Um, hopefully down the line, maybe before signing day comes back in December, we still have a long way to go. It's five months away um, to maybe flip a couple of these kids. A lot of these guys are still f- uh, from the state of Florida. Football still has to be played. Uh, hopeful. That Bateman has, he has a lot of talented guys that Christian Robinson recruited. Uh, you have as a returning guy in, in, in uh, Ventrell, uh, you have Scooby, you have, uh, Wingo, and you have, uh, Dewan Black off the top of my head that, that's there. So there's a lot of talent there. So I would like to see how linebackers play on the field and hopefully he can capitalize off saying, look what I put on the field. And, you know, maybe we can go forward from there. Mike. Yeah. And I, it makes it worse for me. I can't even blame Bateman. He was, he wasn't the recruiter. So, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's a perpetuates issue. And like I said, we're not deep there as well. It's one of the positions that it's not dire need, like defensive tackle, but um, we definitely need bodies there and um, need some, uh, from some of the young bucks to step up. Absolutely. And I'll just, I'll close it out here. I said it last week. We knew who we were up against. We knew what needed to be done. I, I understand a lot of people will say that Bryant had some connections, some personal connections to Miami, but you knew that going in. You you chose to recruit the kid. You knew what the obstacles were. Your job is to get it done. I mean, we can't 
we can't sugarcoat that. We're not going to spin it. We're not going to sunshine pump it. If you get into the recruitment and you know what the obstacles are and you choose to keep recruiting, you got to do what it takes to get the man in the house. And it didn't happen. So now we have to pivot. Um, you know, we, we, we're going to have to look either at some developmental prospects, which none of us really always, you know, like the odds of that. Or we're going to have to work on on some flips. I mean, it just is what it is at this point. So we're going to have to get something done, man. We're going to have to put our foot in the you know foot in the ground, as they say on the field, and make it happen. Mike, you got one more thing to add? Yes, and also you know we also lost him to Charlie Strong, so that doesn't aid us at all. Um, but you know, and also that stings where we lost. I mean, it was. You know, it was some weird circumstances, but we lost Perkins so well, last year. So that stings even more now. So it just, you know, it, it just like we didn't get um, not getting a major quarterback recruit last cycle, not getting one this cycle stings even more. So, you know, just certain things, you know, it, you know, you know, crap rolls downhill. So you just have to, uh, you know, like, like Hirsch was saying, if it's, uh, you know, you never want to rely on it, flips and transfers uh, possibly. And, you know, it may be certain developmental prospects, which, you know, the staff can take care of. Um, however, you know, end of the day, developmental prospects aren't going to win you the SEC. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've done the HIV specials and the developmental prospects plenty. I mean, we got to we got to swim in the in the, you know, with the big fish. You got to get these kids. So moving on, we're going we're gonna to talk about a couple more. Um, what we'll say misses first before we move on to Friday night lights. I mean, Jackson, we just had Jackson commit, but we just saw uh John Walker commit to UCF and uh LeBlanc just committed to Oklahoma. So those are both certainly guys that at one point in time, we felt like we had, and we, we missed on these guys as well. Once again, I understand, you know, there are relations in place in other places that, that may draw these kids in, but, the end of the day, you know, I understand Walker's mama, you know, wants him close to home, that that was the big draw for UCF there. And once again, as we said from episode one, you're never going to go against what a family wants for a kid. I mean, and you're not, not going to bad talk what a, what a family wants for their child. I mean, you know, but an hour and a half away ain't too far. <laughs> so, um Got to got to win some of these battles. We need defensive tackles. There's no doubt about it. We need we need some bodies, and we can't afford to miss on kids in our backyard, regardless of what the situation is. And especially given uh, Coach Chaos's uh, annual salary about about a million dollars, he's paid to make that mother feel comfortable. So you you find what you do. You your job is to find a way to relate. Hey, you know. Make, Maybe it's better for him, you know, even though it's 25, 30 minutes down the road for UCF, maybe it's better for him, you know, to have that slight buffer zone. You find out why, um, you know, she wants him so close. Well, maybe if, if it's he can find a remedy for that or he can find that happy medium. So um, whatever the issue was, it's his job to find the problem or, or to fix it better yet. And with LeBlanc, I'm not as worried. Uh, Walker was a position, the position I need now, let alone uh, this cycle. It's 
well, besides quarter, it's arguably the biggest position in need. Um, you know, it's not to mention, you know, an SEC trench warfare. And, you know, we've needed tackles for, you know, defensive tackles for eons. So, you know, we've been on patchwork for, you know, last, you know, how, who knows how many years, you know, bringing in transfers or bringing in, you know, we, we're losing we're losing three star kids to Miami who you know usually be like all right cool whatever and um for that transfer and you know we're bringing that kid from he's like a 29 year old that went to, I think he wound up committing to like Jackson State so it's just you can just tell who they're bringing in they just need bodies you know um the, the defensive line you're rotating sometimes eight nine ten people so like you know that's in and a pass happy, like they say, like a big 12, let alone SEC. So you just need the bodies just to stay fresh, let alone uh, um, attrition with injuries and everything. So in addition, but um, in, in regards to LeBlanc, I'm not too worried. He, he, uh, he's, uh, he had the family connection there. Um, however, that is, um, he's more of a, you know, a little tweener in that position, um, nationwide, let alone in our region, uh, say like Cameron James, for example, and Kelby Collins, um, you know, who are, who are better in my opinion. Um, they are, um, that's just two that are on the board. So I'm not, that's that, it, that position still plentiful, but, um, Walker is just, I don't care. Like if, if he's a ninth, ninth generation night, I mean, that's not something to be proud of. I mean, it's UCF. It's yeah. So um, he wants to play in front of 45,000 people in G5 school. God bless him. It's aluminum. Um, and it's, it's not even Orlando. It's East Orlando. So it's, it's actually, Orlando's actually a gator hole. So God bless him. Um, if he wants to play, you know, against Dr. Phillips High School. So. Wes, I mean, you got anything to add? Yeah. Just to, I guess, uh, picking back off what you guys just said, I mean, uh, LeBlanc was not as big as a miss to me in my mind as uh, Walker was. Uh, if you look at his film, the kid is phenomenal. He's like, that's why it's not just a miss because it's, you know, he's a position of need. The kid is really, really, really good. Um, and it is at a position of need. Uh, so this makes the emphasis on Norman and, and Hall, the D-line Hall at D-Tackle, massive. So we can't miss on... This miss makes uh, – we have to get those – we have to go two for two because of the loss at D-Tackle. We have to go two for two with those two guys, and we really need those guys in this class. So um, um, he said uh, – well, I, I saw Corey uh, Bender uh, say that Chaos is going to continue to uh, recruit Walker, which he should uh, because he is that talented. Um, but he's also got to get in there with Hall and Norman as well um the tackle as, as mike alluded to is has been a bad bad area uh i think javon dexter has probably been the oh we got some in the last class too um but th- th- that was a pretty big get um what's his name Irv? mccullough mccullough that, yeah and he's and i've and everything i've read and heard he looks good at as as far as now but um we gotta continue to go uh and, and win these battles um you losing him to UCF, like uh, her said about building that relationship with the mom and making her feel comfortable. Uh, that's something that we have to do uh, to, to to get these kids. We got to win those battles, and if we're not winning those battles, and an in-state kid up the street, I went thirty minutes away. That is just not a good look. And, and, by that, the way, and last thing on that, Wes, if you don't mind, hold on, hold on. 
Yeah. I just saw something too, just to let the fans know. I don't know if her saw this as well. Uh, Kinsler, the decommitted, uh, offensive lineman, he just committed to Miami as well. So that's another guy that we just lost to Miami, the offensive lineman, the three star Kinsler. And say what you, and any fan can say what they want about him. Either way, it was a, um, the staff took him. So like, I don't care what people, where they rank him. Um, the staff is a staff we've already, it's, They've proven they're they're good staff. They they produce draft picks, all Americans day two draft picks. So that he was a take. So I don't, no matter what the ranking, keep in mind it's still he can still rise. But he was a take, so it is a considered a loss for, for um. So just because you don't like his tape or you like you don't like his ranking, well that, that's irrelevant. So um, just last thing, really quick, Hirsch, so we can move on. Um, going back to uh, Coach Chaos, that this right now is the last time I will officially call him that. His name's Coach Spencer because he's done nothing chaotic. Spencer or um, McClellan self-recruited himself, and God bless him that he did because we needed him. And now um, w- with Hall up in Jacksonville, and um, hopefully we, it, 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 like Wes was saying, it provide it gives us no margin for error, and especially with Norman pushing back his commitment. So, it, I mean, it gives us no leverage. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna obviously going to have to expand the board and see what's going to go on now. But it's just Coach Spencer needs to get his act together. No doubt about it. I mean, like we said, you can't spend losses. Losses, you know, if you choose to, to enter a kid's recruitment and recruit him on the way to his commitment, you're in for it, man. You got to close it out. That's all there is to it. So one thing I will say about this staff is unlike the last staff, I don't, I don't see these guys just because a kid has made a commitment somewhere else. I don't think they're going to back off of them. I do believe that they will keep the heat on some of these kids like LeBlanc and Walker, Agreed. you know, as they need to, I mean, as they should, that's what they're paid to do. They're not paid to say, well, you know, we lost, so let's move on to the next one. You got to keep, you got to keep going, and that's what I think they're going to do. So, moving on from that, we're going to get off the bad stuff. We're going to move on to the good stuff. Um, commit one commitment in the house. Looks like we got some more on the way. We got Mizell committing tomorrow at two thirty. I think that ought to get our uh, weekend party started right. We got several, several good big names coming in. Um, for those that haven't heard, um, we talked about it before, about we probably had a, a guy on flip watch, and now word has started to get out there that uh, Dejon Johnson was on campus a couple of days ago with, uh, with Coach Raymond and the staff, who's committed to Ohio State, and several people have started to put uh, – predictions in for him to flip to us that would be a huge get top 100 kid um out of florida i mean once again going back the staff is doing a phenomenal job prioritizing the state of florida and this is something that everyone that has paid attention to recruiting has said that that the florida gators have missed on the last several several years is getting away from the talent rich state of florida and going out west or Midwest, you know, we got we got the best prospects in the world right here. And in, in, I say 
home, but I'm, I live in Georgia, of course, but we got some pretty good ones here that we pull from as well. But you got to stay in your backyard. There's too much talent. You got to keep these kids home. So that being said, I mean, we got a phenomenal visit list coming in. And we got to we got to work on it. What you got, Mike? Yeah, and that, um, you actually hit the nail on the head there. And it just goes back to what you know what what he did, how he how he built up um, University of Louisiana into a top twenty program when he left. Um, just you know, keep, keeping the talent keeping the talent home. He didn't you know he wasn't all in say Washington. He didn't go to you know Virginia. He stayed in state of Louisiana and he developed that talent. And he started by de- developing those relationships. He didn't have any like truly like, previous you know contacts. Like yeah, he was an, you know someone that's from the south, but like not not in Louisiana. And those kids are known to stay in the state of Louisiana. So with that being said, a lot. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall. You know, a few months ago, he attended a something that um, uh, Mullen was allergic to the uh, Florida high school uh, high school uh, coaches. Uh, Florida High School Coaching Clinic Association, or something like that, but he attended that. And uh, by looks of it, um, the, the seeds that he planted, um, well, it's coming; they're coming to fruition. So, with that being said, uh, like once again, we got a top one hundred and seventy kid, and we're about to get a top. We're probably going to get a top one hundred kid. So it just goes down to he knows how to develop those relationships, and um, hopefully, you know it. We get those more elite kids next cycle, um, and tr- you know hope if we land that top eight nine class right now uh, this cycle, I'll be fine. Uh, well, to talk about uh, Jakeem Jackson and uh, Mizell and the flipping Johnson tomorrow. Uh, when I want to say tomorrow, I don't I don't mean tomorrow, but Johnson, we don't know when he's gonna flip, but. Shout out to Corey Raymond, who people were, oh, we have Corey Raymond, and we don't know what Corey Raymond is going to do, and Kermani, and Kermani's still there on the board. And we, once we get that board, I mean, uh, I read somewhere where someone said this could be like a Muschamp-esque secondary. Um, I'll say a lot of things about Muschamp, but he could he did re- recruit the defense. So if we get Johnson and Kermani, and we already have uh, these guys that we already have committed and uh, uh, on, the, on the roster already committed, now he's not signing it yet, but – this, this DB class is shaking up to look real sick. And if you look at Friday Night Lights, which and the cookout that's coming this weekend, and the guys that I don't want to have a doom and gloom podcast. I know it kind of started off a little slow, but if you look at what could happen and transpire this weekend with Mazel and Johnson may be flipping, and we already got Jackson, and then you have Castell that might be uh, that's probably going to commit to us as well. Um, and then who knows about Sori, whether he commits uh, as an athlete. And then you have Gene that's visiting Friday. Uh, as well, um, shout out to Mike's boy KC. I saw that he may visit Miami on Saturday. We can't, we can't, we can't let him do that. Uh, we're losing too many to Miami, as we said already. He has to keep Miami. He has to keep Gene here Friday and say, Nah, I need that commitment now. Let's get that done now. Let's not let this kid go down to Miami on Saturday. Let's Gotta get close. that done on Friday night. Yeah, let's get that done on Friday close. night. So we got a chance to get a lot of momentum through this weekend. A lot of guys saying, hey, I'm going to go there Friday, but I want to see what's going on at Miami. Nah, let, we got to stop that. We got to stop that leaking out and, and these guys going here. And we got to got to bring that in close. Like Mike said, we got to close. I mean, I mean, there's some guys that are uh, visit early in the week. I know we, we are kind of talking about Friday Night Lights and commitments as far as the O-line. That's a troubling spot as well uh, with Monroe Freeling and uh, 
what's the other offensive lineman I heard? He was here the, like Tuesday or Wednesday, I believe, that he came on campus. So uh, that's a big O-line guy that we need to get with as well as Freeland. Uh, but I'm excited about finding that lights. Absolutely. Uh, to go back on a point real quick you made about Andy Jean, um, there has been rumor around this week. There's been two rumors, as a matter of fact. One is that he may visit Miami on Saturday. You touched on that. The other is he may be committing Saturday. That was going around earlier in the week. And if that's the case, to go back on what you said, this is the kind of situation you don't let that kid leave campus without a commit. You wrap it up and you say, if you want to be in this class, we have receiver options. Now, we may really want Andy Gene, and I, re- I personally would really want Andy Gene, but you have to put your foot down at some point and say, if you want in this class, it's now. Or, you, or your spot is gone because we have other people. Um, and that's, that's just the that's way it something, is. That's something Urban would do. Absolutely. He, like, you know what? It's, hey, you're good, but you are replaceable. So and day, you're my and, receiver one, but if you if you if you leave, that's it. And love him or hate him, I mean, that's a that's a Dabo thing. I mean, yeah, you know, he's real. Yeah, he's real good about shutting the recruitments down, and that's their thing. I mean, your personal feelings about him aside, the man gets his recruits to stick ninety nine percent of the time. I mean, it's very rare for them to have a, a recruit take another visit after he commits and and you you got to have that mentality you got to put that on these kids look if you're if you want to be a gator you're a gator that doesn't mean i'm 99.9% committed but i'm going to still go check this out and that out no if you want to commit then let's commit and let's get it done and let's get some other kids to jump in with you um you know that goes back to what we said about building momentum on this class this is the weekend for it, man. I mean, we, we've got a lot of good kids and a lot of kids that are close to ending this thing for us in the house. And we've got a lot of our commitments in the house. So we need to be on these kids. We need to shut this down. We need to prove that we are serious about making a move to the top 10 and further up. But it starts. It starts this weekend. You are not if you can't get a few of these kids that you're not expecting to possibly go ahead and get them on in. You, I mean, you know, you're just treading water, and we can't do that. We got we got to make a splash, Mike. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, a lot of my, you know, you can even, you can definitely argue we're not in position to you know just you know, pull a Dabo where it's like, all right, you're not going anywhere, but we're, I don't care who you are. Um, if, and I think Napier, he's low key about it, but he has that, like, listen, I don't care, dude, I'm going to do it how I want to do it. That's why he's, he picked, he ended up choosing University of Florida over, you know, other SEC jobs over the years. He can just, he has the ability and there's enough talent, especially in the state, Yank that offer if need be. I mean, I don't know they're bored right now, but um, you you got to cut you know got to cut the bleeding. You got to sh- you got to you know put there's a there's a time where you have to put your foot your foot in the sand. Yeah, it depends on in, in my opinion. It depends on the recruit who you're recruiting, um, and when and where you can do that with uh, the, the type of athlete that you're recruiting at whatever position that is. Some guys, I believe, like you said, it dep- we're not at the the maybe the the dabble status where we can do that, but. 
certain guys like, hey, if you're not going to do it now, you want to go still see your options, then I'm done, like you said. But certain guys, you still, you, you may lay, allow them to it, – It's everybody's treated fair, but everybody's not treated the same. Makes sense. Absolutely. In well, I in a perfect world, if we would have got Hall, um, if we would have got Walker and we would have got Hall for, uh, up in Jacks, that so what you do to Norman? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, if we're taking hypothetically three guys. We got our two. We want you. You can commit at any time. But guess what? Yeah. We're looking, but we're not at that point. So um, you you really you know luck. Luckily, the wide receiver room is damn near done. Um, however, you know, it, it seems like there's still a lot of, uh, chess pieces on the board. So you need, we need to, we need to, you know, just, even if it's, hey, you're not leaving, you know, we've had, for example, story, you know, the rumor out there was, you know, a video to edit didn't get done. Well, you know, look at the date now. So that, that was July 4th. So, I mean, it's just, it's BS like that. I mean, I still have PTSD from Billingsley and that, uh, video edit. So it's, you know, it's. Are Gator fans dramatic? Absolutely. But do we have some reasons to be? Absolutely. Period. Oh yeah, we're uh we're shell shocked for sure. We we've been led to believe a lot of things that haven't come to pass the last few years. Um, we need that'll literally just leave you saying how. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we've been we've been teased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting it. I think I think a weekend like this is a therapy that we need. A, exactly, a weekend that yeah. we have not had in a long time where we can get a string of commits and see our name up in the top ten of recruiting where we should be every year, regardless. I don't I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear any of that. I understand we need top five classes. Is that obtainable? Possibly not. This right cycle is not going to happen. Period. No, no way. absolutely not. This cycle for sure. And should I'm, I'm okay top with 10? Absolutely, it shouldn't I'm, even be a question. Yeah, I it's still think we can get like top eight, top seven. I don't yeah, think I'll, that. I'll, honestly, I don't I'll top. I won't as long as it's top ten. But like, if yeah, I, yeah, if you top eight, I'm, I'm I'm ecstatic because yeah, the, three, the level three stars we're not getting. So this that tens would decommit. This, actually, rows are average. So this is why I, mean, I say that little things like that. But yeah, this is why I said it, Mike, about the top seven. I mean, if you look at the guys that that we projected to get this weekend, Mazel, uh, the flip of Johnson, got Jackson tonight, Castell, Sorry. I think Gene may be like a borderline four star, but all these guys are four stars. And to your point earlier in the show, we're missing on the high end guys. And you just need a couple of those top 100, top 50 commodities, like top, what, 25, top 20 guys, top 10 maybe. If those guy makes the difference, but if you're sitting at that 90 plus average, I think we can get up there. But I mean, like you said, if you look at the ratio, the, the blue chip ratio, it's going to be sick after this weekend. And I don't want to speak on the other thing, but if you look at it, there's a, I mean, this class can be really, 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 really nice. And we get those high end guys. I still think we can flip some guys at the end. Maybe that's me being optimistic. Um, but I think we can get to that seven. Eight, eight-ish range. And I don't see why it should be that we don't look at it that way. And, and I don't want to compare us to Miami, but if you look at this year, the state of Florida, you see what Miami's doing. The state of Florida, within a 150-mile, I remember listening to Dave's podcast, it's like the talent, what we needed, the positions we needed, they were there in the 150-mile radius. So it wasn't like we had to go all the way 
to Virginia, go on the West Coast to get some of these guys. The guys were close to home. So I'm not going to sit here and give them that excuse or give them that crush and say, hey, nah, top five class is not necessary. Nah, forget that. The top five class should have been, could have been gotten. Miami's doing it. And, and like I said, the range of, of where the athletes were, what we needed, DB, whether it was DB, receiver, maybe not quarterback, but the running backs in Florida, Baxter, Young, Webb, we got one. They're there. So what are we, what, what are we, what are we talking about? I mean, I, I'm not going to give them that excuse. I'm not going to give them that, that crutch. No, like you said early in the show, if you're going to say they, uh, uh, they got a finished job, they got to close, they got to get in on these high, high-end athletes, these high-end prospects, then they got to do it. They got to do it. We can't give them that excuse when the guys are right here in our backyard. 150 miles is not far. We can't continue to miss on them. And I'll let y'all guys go ahead and speak on that if you, if you feel free to. And that's why we call you the hype man right there. <laughs> Bringing the passion. And he's right. I mean, I will say this, and we go back to talking about the guys we've missed on. But what I will say, the difference I see in this staff and Billy's approach, we're missing on high kids. We're not taking projects. Correct. Uh, we, we took Patterson. He was the one project and everyone moaned and groaned. But since that, and with the exception of Kinsler, who later decommitted, there have been no projects. The blue chip ratio is high. And that is what we love to see, that these guys are going after. I understand that we've got some swing and misses out there, and, and that's frustrating. But look at who we're swinging and missing on. We're not swinging and missing on guys we're battling West Virginia for or Memphis for, you know, like we saw with the previous staff. I mean, we're, we're going after it. Yes, we lost Walker to UCF. That is their highest rated commit in program history. Okay. That's a miss. Can't You can't say it, say it any other way. But we're not missing on a random three-star in a battle with them. We're missing – we missed on a high-end kid. And they're they're going to bat on high quality prospects, and that's what we need to see. Because as the relationships get made, and this staff gets in their bag, we're going to land more and more of these kids. Yeah, and right now we're um, we're talking about blues, you know, uh, uh, between points and you know blue chip ratio. Right now, we're sitting at 11, and two, uh, 11 four stars and two three stars. So, you know, after Friday Night Lights, that could easily be fifteen to two, if not more. Anything, you know, maybe fit, you know, between thirteen and uh, 13, 14, 15, 16. So, you know, that's just insane, insane. Um, obviously, we want a five star, but like I said, if you tell me I'm getting fifteen um, four stars and only two three stars, pretty much all from the state of Florida, and you wouldn't. Take that nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten. Come on, because you all, at the end of the day, we're not going to be, you're not going to bet, you know, your life savings that we're, we're going to win the national championship. Hopefully the ball bounces our way this year. But, um, you know, it ended, we, we have, this is a foundational class, the first year for the program. So, you know, we'll see, you know, where it takes us, but, you know, we're being led the right way. First. And, and to be fair, um, to the staff, Mizell and Johnson are high-end kids. I mean, we're sitting at 17 right now with Jakeem Jackson uh, commitment tonight. We get those two high-end kids. We're going to jump some more, and then uh, Costello is going to probably commit to us. He's been uh, a Florida lean for a while. I moved his commitment up from October. 
Um, shout out to him. And I mean, that's, that's, I mean, after this weekend, I would like to, I can't wait till we do Sunday night's podcast to recap. Um, I know uh, Hirsch probably is going to get in and let you know we're going to recap Friday Night Lights the weekend with and the cookout on Saturday. But I can't wait to do that uh, podcast and see where we at uh, as far as the rankings, uh, see the relationships that we will build with some of those offensive linemen that came this week uh, and will be here this weekend. And, and you got the two Bama guys coming in, uh, not Bama as far as the Clemson Tide, but from the state of Alabama, five stars coming in. Uh, and you have the five star kid. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I can't pronounce his name. I'm, I'm calling him Simba. Uh, we have him coming in as well. Um, and then you have the, the the Utah commit, the running back uh, Mitchell. He's coming in. Uh, so I would like to see you know the second running back to to Webb in the class. Uh, if we are probably gonna miss on Baxter, he seems Texas bound. So I would like to see how the relationships look um, after this weekend, the big day this weekend. I mean the big weekend period. Absolutely. And I just wanted to go back to something Mike was saying, and we were talking about recruiting in Florida. Um, We had a stat come out this week. I believe it was our friend Harrison pointed out to us in a chat that this will be the first time since 2013 that we've signed this many blue chip prospects from the state of Florida. I mean, nine years that just, that tells you everything you need to know about what was broken in this program. I mean, we have the most talent-rich area to recruit from, and we were we were shooting blanks <laughs> to put it to put it you know mildly. So you know we're not going we're not going to spin wheels too long on all of this. You know we're going like Wes just said to you, we're going to have ourselves a Sunday night special. The Friday Night Light recap special is going to be coming out. It'll probably be live for y'all first thing Monday morning, but we're going to record it Sunday night when all the dust has settled pretty much from the weekend and the cookout. And and we're going to see where we're at, man. And then we're really going to um we're really going to be able to uh get an idea of where we need to go going forward after this weekend. I mean, we pretty much already know we need a linebacker, we need offensive line, we need defensive line. I mean, it goes without saying, we need we need big bodies on this team. And that's our that's our miss right now. That's that's where we're at. We got to get it we got to get it done. Um we're also going to try to get a, a a guest on maybe Sunday night to provide a little extra analysis. And we'll see where that goes. I'm not going to promise anything on that front yet, but we're working on it. Um, and as we said to open the show, we're sorry we weren't able to have the the Justin Shorter interview on this episode. We're going to try to get that done tomorrow and put that out for you Saturday morning. And if you miss it, I'll make sure that I retweet it first thing Monday so y'all can hear what Justin had to say with us. We're going to talk to him about the recruiting process up to, to what he's doing now and how he likes – the staff and how he likes coach Colbert, you know, and even see what it was like to be recruited out of the portal. Cause obviously we know that's a recruiting, that's a whole different recruiting strategy nowadays is recruiting kids in the portal. And we'd like to hear well how that worked out and what that was like for him. Yeah. So with that being said, we're not going to stick around too long on y'all tonight. We're going to, 
We're going to see how it goes as Mike's phone blows up on us here live. Um, <laughs> got a lot of good visitors in the house, guys. I mean, you take, as the old saying goes, you miss on 100% of the shots you don't take. And we got some big names in the house. Maybe one of them will get caught up. We got a bunch of great 2024 names in the house this weekend as well. So we hadn't even really hit on that yet we may be covering a few of those committing maybe on sunday night as well and love to see it i mean yeah, who knows we'd love to see a head start a relationship built with desmond ricks you know or <laughs> a couple of the or, or dj lagway being in the house this weekend you never know what happens with these kids when they get you know when they get around all the coaches and all these kids and and things get hyped up you know it, People get caught in their emotions, and hopefully it's a good emotion. And one of these kids decides, you know what, I want to go ahead and be a Florida Gator right now. So that being said, I'm going to let these guys have their peace right now, and um, and then we're going to get on out of here on y'all. Uh, Wes, you got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Um, nah, man. I'm looking forward to, to talking to you guys on Sunday night and uh, giving them uh, some perspective on what we have heard and – uh, like we said, you're not, we're not going to promise anybody to be here Sunday, but hopefully we get somebody in, uh, in Sunday to talk and discuss what they have seen and heard uh, from uh, Saturday and Friday, the, the cookout and Friday Night Lights. And like you said, hopefully we get some 24 guys uh, committed, uh, get a start on that class. Uh, that's the, the that's the class, to me, is the new bump class, especially with signing day being in December so fast, and you got to work on that uh, once you get hired as a coach. Uh, so I think to me, that's a true bump class now, uh, that, uh, that real class, you get to really build a relationship over a year with. Um, so I look forward to that and talking to you guys on Sunday. So, uh, thank you guys again, uh, for listening and downloading. We appreciate all the love and support that we've been getting. Uh, just want to shout you guys out and, uh, uh, the questions that you, you know, what you wanted us to answer and, all that we really, really, really appreciate you guys and the love from Gator Nation and supporting our podcast. So I just want to say that and thank you guys out there. Mike, what you got before we go? Um, just want to, um, that I'm excited for this weekend. Hopefully, you know, my aim for, is for at bare minimum four commits, and I hope that you know gets the you know uh, the commit uh, commitment in the air and get at least enough, you know aim for five and I'd be a very happy man, increase our blue chip ratio and uh, Hey, maybe even uh, start off the 24 class. But once again, like Wes is saying, uh, I'm so, so grateful for everyone that listens and uh, you know, comments and asks questions and everything. And always remember folks, Bateman, Bateman got us. He ain't going to let it die guys. Um, Just to echo real quick guys. Yes. Thank you so much, man. The, the numbers have just been outstanding on what we've been able to do with very little, you know, build up to, to us releasing this show. And y'all have done great. Um, shout out to uh, Thomas Goldcamp and Nick Delatore for, for shouting us out this week and turning some eyes on us. I appreciate the love from you guys. Um, big, big shout out as always to the Gator Collective for uh, putting us in a position to to have the interviews that we're getting. We could not do that without the work that they do. So, um, and shout out to Gator Collective for their new message board that opened this week. I want to make sure that I put that out there. 
So y'all tune into that. Uh, one more shout out to um, CJ the Man McCann on Twitter for making our new graphics and keeping us keeping us looking fresh all the time. Like I said before, that man was selfless. He reached out to us. He reached out to me personally and just made the graphics without me even asking. And I can't thank a man enough for doing that. Um, so with that being said, guys, we're going to jump out of here. Uh, Wes is going to hit us with the VA message real quick, and then we're riding. Yeah, guys, if uh, any of you guys out there that know veterans or are veteran yourself and need some assistance with some things and uh, have any questions about uh, if you retired and disability and claims of that matter, uh, hit us up at uh, respect our decision uh, and, you know, inbox the question and we'll be able and I'll they, they'll get them to me if I don't answer myself and uh, want to help you guys and we love our veterans, we support our troops and we love our country. Thank you. Amen. Yes, sir. That's on Twitter. That's at respect our DCN. You can message us anytime you want there with any questions you may have or questions you may want us to ask, and we'll make sure we get them taken care of for y'all. Um, once again, guys, we love y'all. Thank you for all the support. I'm not going to keep y'all too long because we're hoping we're about to have a great weekend and we're going to be back at you on Sunday night with some, some great news until then. It's uh go Gators. Y'all be good. Talk to you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.